0: Man, this doesn't get any easier. There are three guarantees in life. Death, taxes, and a second period collapse from the New Jersey Devils. But it wasn't just in the second period. It was also the third period. How do you let up five unanswered goals? I don't care if it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Have some pride. Have some dignity. We have a lot to talk about in this episode. Buckle up. You're locked on Devils. Your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. And scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, Neil DeFordura's got the puck, what a shot! The Devils win the Stanley Cup! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Hockey play by play announcer, and also Devils writer for pucks and pitchforks, Trey Matthews and Jesus H. Christ my expectations for the new jersey devils weren't necessarily high going into this matchup against the tampa bay lightning but holy crap what a collapse by the new jersey devils late in the game how do you let up five unanswered goals that is unacceptable i don't care if they are the reigning back-to-back stanley cup champions you don't let up five goals to any team especially when you're in the driver's seat and they basically were just throwing you a bone right there so what do i mean by that well i'm going to give you guys my overall reactions to the game first and then i will talk about who was the scapegoat in this game because like i said there's three guarantees in life i've said this in previous episodes there's death taxes and the New Jersey Devils either having a poor goalie outing or a poor defensive outing and unfortunately it was a little bit of both once again in this matchup and then I'm going to give my final assessment and give my final letter grade for the New Jersey Devils and spoiler alert it's going to be really low no exception so in the last episode I was basically making a whole lot of excuses for the New Jersey Devils I was talking about like look you know Jack Hughes, Nico Keyser, Mackenzie Blackwood they haven't been on the ring together for that much uh, time so it's kind of hard to assess them right here and now just because, like, I need to see more reps of them together. I need to see them back together when they're healthy. I'm talking about how Dougie Hamilton's been out for an extended period of time. I revealed in yesterday's episode that Jesper Brat is day-to-day with a body injury, but Uh, I I was just basically making a whole bunch of excuses for the New Jersey Devils, but no excuses in tonight's matchup. I don't care if you're missing Jesper Bra. I don't care if you're missing Dougie Hamilton. You cannot have a showing like that. Like I just mentioned moments ago, the Tampa Bay Lightning were throwing us a bone because Chernek made a bonehead mistake in period number one, which gave the New Jersey Devils their first goal of the game. He accidentally scored on his own net. He was trying to take control of the puck, and unfortunately, I, I don't know if it was instinct or whatever based on my perspective it looks like you know he, he did have control of the puck at the last possible moment might have had a brain fart and he scored it on his own net he got a right pass Valeski and it, it was just it was I was dumbfounded I was just like whoa 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 did that actually just happen to a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion team did that seriously just happen you don't see that too often you might see the New Jersey Devils make that type of kind of play But I do not expect that kind of thing from the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I was just like, okay, maybe it could be one of those games for the New Jersey Devils. Maybe this is going to be one of the rare instances where maybe bad luck is on the opposing team's side. And maybe we can upset the Tampa Bay Lightning like we did uh, a couple months ago. But that was not the story for this matchup. And to describe this game, and I apologize in advance for any of my listeners who've actually gone through this. Um, this game if I had to describe it uh, to to a fan who missed the game was sort of like a failed marriage like it's all sunshine lollipops rainbows it's all happiness in the beginning but then over time and as things start to progress you get more disappointed you're let down again and you're just basically like you know what this is not worth it I'm out of here because I'm sure a lot of Devils fans turned off that game after seeing that second and third period so after the second period we were tied 3-3 and basically I was just like okay another second period collapse for the new jersey devils and i was just like usually they step it up in the third period and try to put up a decent fight no 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 that was not the case in this game like i said five unanswered goals for the new jersey devils after going up three to one i even tweeted this out i said the two goal lead is the worst lead in hockey never be satisfied with a two goal lead for any of my hockey players out there And I was just like, they're up 3-1, job is not finished. I get we're in a pretty decent position, but against a championship-caliber team like the Lightning, the job is never done. You can never be satisfied. You have to wait until triple zeros have hit the board and after period number three is over, and then you can start to celebrate, and then you can start to get comfortable. And unfortunately, the Devils just completely shot themselves in the foot. And literally five minutes after I tweeted that out, the Lightning tied the game. And I was just like, you see, you see? this is what I mean. And Robert Inkin Jr. even tweeted out saying another second period collapse for the New Jersey Devils. Now there was a lot of good in this game. I am very proud of Jack Hughes' line. Uh, Dawson Mercer was able to get his first three-point Uh, game of his career Sharon Govich has shown that his consistency is still there and that he's stepping up his game as the season progresses Jack Hughes is showing everyone why he was an all-star and why his numbers could be potentially higher had he been healthy throughout the entirety of the season so I am very proud of Jack Hughes's line I am very proud with the start of the New Jersey Devils I am not so happy with how they collapsed in second periods and how they just don't seem to finish because this is not just this game example this is an an entire season example i told you guys a couple episodes that alex chavonsi of the hockey writers he wasn't sure of the exact stat but he thinks that in terms of plus minus the new jersey devils um, have a negative 30 when it comes to second periods. I, I, I think that's what he was referring to, but uh, he said he didn't have the exact number. So I told you guys, second periods, uh, they gotta go the way of the New Jersey Devils. Otherwise, we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. And like I said, I'm gonna use this example again, and I am, uh, and again, I am very sorry for any of my listeners who've gone through this, but it was sort of like a failed marriage in this game. It starts off good, it starts off happy, starts off well, but then as the game progresses, as time progresses, You just realize, yeah, that ain't the one. This isn't for me and that 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 sure was the truth for the new jersey devils it was very tough to see john gillies like i can think of three instances and even i even have them written down of which john gillies just basically just didn't help the new jersey devils there was uh, a time when uh pat maroon got the first goal of the game for the tampa bay lightning and pk Subban and ty smith did a terrible job in the defensive end for the new jersey devils they did an awful job of controlling the puck that cannot happen like look that kind of thing from P.K. Subban, it's inconsistent at this point. My expectations for P.K. Subban are anywhere from low to moderate. And like I said, he's been stepping up his game this year, but it's sure as hell a far cry from what he was able to do a few years ago, whether it was for the Nashville Predators or the Montreal Canadiens. And then for Ty Smith, can you believe just a few months ago, I was literally having this discussion on this very show saying that Ty Smith was carrying our defensive unit last year. I said he's arguably our best defenseman, and I said since we got Dougie Hamilton, since we got Ryan Graves, since we're helping out him uh, at, at the defensive end. I just said the pressure will be lifted off of Ty Smith's shoulders, and he'll be free to do whatever he wants. Now he doesn't have to worry about being the best defenseman on a young team. He can focus on himself, and he can try to develop himself. Well, Ty Smith, I'm still waiting for that. You have not developed at all. That was a poor, poor puck control by P.K. Subban and Ty Smith. I don't know what else to say. It was just a piss-poor effort from the New Jersey Devils. I don't care if we were heavy underdogs going into this game. I don't care if the Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back champions. Have some dignity. Seriously. And, you know, I I saw this tweet saying that why do we keep John Gillies out there? Like, why do we keep playing him? Well, I'll explain that once again because I've mentioned it on the show, why you have to rely on someone like John Gillies night in and night out. Because we don't have many options when it comes to goalies. So that's my initial reactions from the game. Like like I said, it starts off good. And I had actually high hopes for the Devils. And I was actually tempted to say that I think the Devils could win in yesterday's episode. I am so glad that I didn't because something was holding me back. Something was telling me I don't think that's going to happen because the Devils had played relatively well prior to this game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They won a game, and then they lost a heartbreaker. And I was just like, okay, you know what? Maybe going into this matchup, despite them missing Jesper Bratt, despite them missing Dougie Hamilton, maybe, just maybe, Jack Hughes can lead the team to victory. Maybe Nico Heijer can maintain the momentum that he had last week in which he was named the third star of the NFL. Show maybe just maybe this will go the way of the new jersey devils after that first goal of the game led up uh by the tampa bay lightning basically on their boneheaded mistake i was just like maybe it's gonna be one of those nights for the new jersey devils boy was i wrong Two goal lead is always the worst lead in hockey. We have no defense. We have no goalie. And like I said, guys, when when you're trying to outshoot or outscore a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, you are going to fail. That will work against the Montreal Canadiens. Maybe that will work against a mid pack team like the St Louis Blues. But it's not going to work for a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're champions for a reason. They're back-to-back champions for a reason. If I had a nickel for every time I said they're reigning back-to-back champions, you know, I, I, maybe I could buy myself a candy bar at this point. But it is true. And you can't deny that. So this game was just, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Just I, I was so frustrated with this overall outing from the New Jersey Devils. It was very embarrassing to see. It was disappointing. And it's getting to a point where the Devils are just hard to watch. And look, I'm, I'm trying my best. I am, really am. And it's my job to report the news to you guys. But outings like that just make me so angry. Like, it's just like we had it right there. We, we had it in the palm of our hand. And yet we just blew it all sky high. So we can forget about our playoff beards. Because if we're going to play like that, I don't know. I don't know what else to think anymore. But speaking of beards, Do You got one? Get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Seriously, maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel-in beard products available. All products are fair trade, certified, and handcrafted in the good old U.S. of A. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. So I have a beard. It's happy. It's healthy, whether I'm... Uh, growing out at Full Spartan or wh- whether I'm just trying to rock some stubble, I-, I use Primal to keep it happy and healthy. So we know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and their feeling beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off. And now the second read comes from our friends at BetOnline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Go Lakers. That's even more disappointing to see. From all the latest odds, totals, player performances, props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Uh, You might want to put your money on Lindy Ruff uh, come the offseason. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC right to the Olympic coverage and information also, the Daytona 500 is, is this Sunday. So, for any of my NASCAR fans, uh, I would place my money on. I don't know. There's so many cars, and it's a new it's a new generation car. I don't know what to say, but you know, it's going to be a very exciting NASCAR season. So, I'm looking forward to it. So, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So. Uh, When looking at this game for the New Jersey Devils, it was definitely a disappointing outing. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no excuse for an outing like that. So like I said, up 3-1. But if we know anything in sports, usually a 3-1 lead, it doesn't guarantee you a win. I I get it. It, The the circumstances are a little different this time around because we're not talking about like a 3-1 series lead. We're talking about just a 3-1 score lead, and there's plenty of those in sports, but You know, it's still fun to talk about. So, Devils blew a 3-1 lead once again. I don't know where we rank in the league in terms of giving up multi-goal leads, but we got to be right up there because I I don't think we know how to finish. Like, seriously, I I expected the second period to be anywhere from mediocre to awful because you know the Tampa Bay Lightning are not going to just lay down to a team like the Devils. They're going to just come out guns blazing, and they're going to try to light up John Gillies, and they did. They got him out the game. And you know a lot of people were asking like why are we continuing to play John Gillies well like I said in a previous episode guys I forget when I said it but I said it in a more recent episode you got to rely on John Gillies when he has a good game you just got to bank on it because for right now I don't know I don't know if you guys realize we have no goaltending yes I know shocker we have no goaltending so we have to rely on when our goalies have a good game so like if Nico Dawes which I project is going to be the next starter in our next matchup when he starts and if If he has a good outing, you can safely bet that Nico Dahls will start the next game. And if he has a decent game after that, you can bet that he's going to start the next one until he has a god-awful game because that's what we have to rely on. That's what I'm doing if I'm Lindy Ruff. Look, I get it. I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite for saying this, but we're not in the luxury of just rotating goalies in and out. We don't have Blackwood. We don't have Bernier. We don't have anyone that we can just rely on and just hold down the fort. We got to rely on momentum at this point. So we can't rely solely on skill. We got to rely on momentum, like who's uh, on a bit of a good streak in terms of just saving pucks from hitting the back of the net. who's uh making the most saves who has the highest save percentage and right now guys if you had to pick a goalie uh, between nico dawes and akira schmidt who are playing musical chairs with one another at this point and by the way kira schmidt doing pretty well in utica uh just uh, so sad that uh, neither dawes or schmidt can carry what they do from utica to the devils but you know beside the point if you had to rely on one of those two or John Gillies, who are you going to take? You're going to take John Gillies, especially against a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, a championship caliber team. You need all hands on deck, and you just need to make a safe bet. And um, my thing was, John Gillies should have got the start. He's he 100%. And, you know, we got the Penguins next on Thursday. So that that's tomorrow when this episode goes live. Um, so uh, does John Gillies start in that game? I don't think so. Um and then we got the Blackhawks. That should be somewhat easy. So the, the schedule is lighting up just a little bit for the Devils because uh, after the Penguins, we got the Blackhawks, we got the Canucks, we got the Blue Jackets, we got the Rangers, we got the Blues. So it, like I said, lighting up just a little bit. And I'm, I'm glad to see it. But for right now, no win is a guaranteed win for the Devils. So like the Canucks, they are third from last place in the Pacific Division. Or when you're looking at a team like the Blackhawks, I think the last time we played the Blackhawks was like what? uh, First game of the year. When you're looking at a team like the Blackhawks, second to last in the Central Division. So here's some games that the New Jersey Devils could potentially win. The Blue Jackets, a couple positions higher than us in the Metropolitan Division, but we gave them a run for their money. And and when they beat us last time, I believe, uh, we had a skeleton roster. We were missing so many guys due to injury and COVID. So that's not really a fair assessment. Uh, we've handled the Rangers before. However, the Rangers are atop top of the uh, Metropolitan Division or they're one of the top teams out there. So that's a team you kind of have to prepare for because they have 66 points to the good, whereas the Devils have 39. We're tied with the Flyers for dead last in the Metropolitan Division, but if the season were to end, we would be credited with the last place uh, position. So um you know i i think the rangers they're a team that we fear but if i had to pick any contending team to face i would pick the rangers quite honestly just because i think the devils they play a little bit better against the rangers in my opinion but uh you know like i said what do i know and then the st louis blues uh we, we just beat them what, a few days ago so here's the thing uh the devils uh they, they have a few winnable games on the docket and i really hope dougie hamilton yes we're are good to go because Jesper Bratt, Yanni and Dougie Hamilton, those are some key guys that are out for the Devils right now. And when talking about John Gillies, um, he, he just looked like a deer in headlights at at, at some moments. So I wrote down three instances in which John Gillies just was no help for the Devils. So uh, on Stamkos' goal, he was just standing. like he, It looked like he lost sight of the puck. Like He was just standing there like a tree. And then uh, for Kucherov's goal... Uh, look, I'm trying to say this in a non-double um, entendre, non-innendo kind of way, but uh, d- uh, but bear with me for this, and, and please try to keep a straight face when you're listening to this and and when I'm explaining this, so l- let me get this out the way. John Gillies, uh, so Kucherov was on a breakaway. Uh, the Devils tried to poke it free from him, but he he just escaped and went on an open breakaway. I think he was chair-picking just a little bit, but he went five-hole on... Um, on John Gillies and John Gillies just basically stood up and just like his legs were like spread like wide open like seriously like y- you couldn't have just uh pictured that any better that's a good opportunity to go five hole on a goalie when they're giving you basically a clear lane between their legs and like I said trying to explain this in a non-graphic non Nendo kind of way I'm trying I'm just trying to describe what I saw which was that John Gillies just basically let Kucherov go five hole on him so I- I'm sorry like I said Uh, That's the best way I can explain it because if you look at the replay, you just see that John Gillies stood up and basically just was just not on guard. And it was just easy for the Lightning to just go five hole on them. And then, um, you know, when Belmar uh, scored the the final goal of the game, uh, it was just sloppy puck control by uh, John Gillies. Like at first he stopped it, but then he lost possession of the puck and it went right behind him. And Belmar, right place, right time, was able to knock it in with ease. And I'm just like, come on, John Gillies, like seriously, like if I had a nickel for every time John Gillies has let a goal like that go past him, I I don't know what else to say. It's just like, you know, like I said, I wrote down these three examples because looking at the replay, looking at it in real time, I was just like, you know what? I think John Gillies could have had that. He let up six goals, had to get knocked out of there. Nico Dawes came in, but basically to save face at that point, but just a piss poor outing for John Gillies and... I I, that's all I could say like there there were three goals there were three instances in which I feel as though John Gillies could have just like stopped the puck better just covered it up landed on it stopped play but he didn't and because one example just standing around losing the the puck in the light or something like that uh, five hole because he stood up and basically gave uh, Kucherov a wide open lane to you know go five hole and then uh, uh, for Belmar, just very sloppy. I don't know. Like, yeah, very, very sloppy puck control from John Gillies, not controlling the rebound and basically just losing sight of the puck and just able to knock it in with ease. So, uh, yeah, that's my overall assessment on the outing for John Gillies. Okay, so it's the moment of truth. I feel like a parent about to read uh, my my kids' report cards, and I know it's going to be bad, and I'm just like, let's get this over with, and let, let me give you your punishment. So, shots on goal differential, 32-25 to in favor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I said this... Uh, earlier in the show i said like for for a team like the new jersey devils in which they were able to score 14 goals in a two-game span you cannot be doing that to a team like the tampa bay lightning or you're not going to you can't outshoot them you can't outscore them like that you actually have to play defense and you actually have to have a solid uh outing in between the pipes and they had neither and like i said the prime examples ty smith and pk suban uh being very sloppy in the defensive end for the devils and then uh, John Gillies letting up three goals in which I felt as though he could have had potentially, or if there was a better goalie out there, they they would have had it, or they would have landed on it, covered it up, whatever the case might be. Faceoff percentage: 52% to 48% in favor of the Lightning. Power play. Lightning were 0 for 1. Devils were 1 for 3. Uh, shout out to Sharon Govich for getting a power play goal. So uh, even there was another power play example in which the Devils didn't score, but they looked a lot better in. So like I said, um, slowly but surely, power play is starting to get better, and I think Mark Recchi's job is safe for right now. And then uh, hits 20 to 16 in favor of the Lightning. Blocks 17 to 9 in favor of the Lightning. And then giveaways 15 to 7 in favor of the devils so like i said shout out to dawson mercer for getting his uh first career three-point night of his of his career and then uh jack hughes uh leading the way for the devils shout out to him sharon govich showing everyone that you know just because you get off to a slow start doesn't really mean that you're going to um you're going to have a bad season just maybe you're a late bloomer but overall this game was very awful for the new jersey devils and you, you gave up five unanswered goals um and you you collapsed in period number two. You collapsed in period number three, and it was just a poor defensive outing. And like I said, the offense was there. Um, you know, it, it was there, it was there. And I think the Devils just gave up in period number three, and which is why they didn't score another goal. So uh, if I had to rate this game, and they're, they're lucky that their offense at least showed up somewhat and that had somewhat of a productive day. Same with uh, Jesper Boqvist. Mikey McLeod asserts himself, but. Uh, Jesper Boquist I, I think he's been listening to my show a little bit because he was able to help out on one of the goals and um yeah uh, I, I think he uh in, in the power play he was able to give control of the It once again passed over to Mercer then Tatar uh had the puck bounce over to him and then Sharon Govich scored it so Boquist uh he's starting to change my opinion just a little bit but still still set on the fact that you know even a blind squirrel finds a nut but uh beside that uh the offense showed up for the devils I'll say that that's basically what I saw so I'm going to give this game a D-minus because, look, I I can't just be having the offense carry the load for the Devils anymore. Bad coaching, bad uh, goaltending, bad defense, and, and I, I'm sorry, but the offense doesn't exonerate this time around. Normally I would probably give it like a C-minus or, or anywhere from a D-plus to a solid D, but I'm giving this game a D-minus. Not a failing grade because the offense actually showed up, but uh, just overall uh, Devils got off to a good start. But it ended poorly. Like I said, think of that marriage example. For, and I'm, like I said for the third time, sorry for anyone who's actually gone through that. So uh, that's all all the time I have for you guys for today's episode. Let me know what you guys think about the overall assessment for the Devils uh, in this game against the Lightning. What did you like? What didn't you like? What, what changes would you like to see made? Do you agree with Lindy Ruff for putting John Gillies in for that many consecutive games? Curious to hear you guys' thoughts. So hit me up at Locked On Devils and my personal Twitter page at TreyMap4. And like I said, as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day in New Jersey. Go Devils. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.